Hello, welcome back to a Chinese theme talking about Islam podcast. So it's been a long, long time, and actually, I recorded and even released two episodes since the previous one. But eventually, I still decided to delete them all. So one is like a chit chat type of vibe show, just like I did in August. It's like a college application or like senior year reflection, and the other one is what does the Kieran say about racism? And both episodes are a little bit chaotic, and probably the reason why I decided to delete them. But still, thank you to everyone who listened to those episodes and gave me feedback, especially. For the chit chat episode, the college application reflection, <laughs> I've received a lot of positive comments and positive college application journeys and stories that you sent me, and I appreciate them so much. And I just want to let you guys know that I'm doing a lot better now. I'm being a lot more productive with my emotional journey as well as physical journey. And I even got my second editing job, and my literary flash fiction piece、um, just got published on two literary magazines. And I also tutor a kid now, and just so much going on for me. It's it's been great. I'm currently living with my grandparents back in my hometown, so. Yeah, my life has been pretty productive. So I just want to say that thank you for the company and、um, for all your support. I've recently launched a new podcast for the Bridge Project that I've mentioned a couple of times. It's called Dear Gen Z Podcast. It's been a success actually, and I also did an Instagram account. So if you're interested, please go check it out because I don't usually do social media. Like I don't have Instagram accounts, but recently I launched it and this. Been great, so I will link all these new stuff down in the description box if you're interested. And this episode is going to be a live interview with one of my close friends.、Um, her name is Lamy, and she also has her own podcast called Crossing Stars. And if you're interested, you should definitely go check her out. So、um, I'll just get started. So I just want you to do like a little introduction of yourself, your name, your age,、um, where are you from, and a fun fact about you. Okay. Hi. Hi. My name is Lamy. I'm 16. I'm from Nigeria, and I like to read. Yeah, that's perfect. What's your favorite book or genre? Genre, thriller. Two thousand years later. Hi. Okay. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Um. So I will just get into the first question because I feel like because of those Wi-Fi problems, um, it's gonna be a little bit hard. So, um, so I'll just start the interview. This will last for about like twenty minutes. Um, just making sure that you feel comfortable. Um. So the first question will be, um, does your um religion, which is Islam, um, affect your approach, um, like your way of life, your approach to different perspectives, or um, your interest in, for example, like fashion? It actually does. Like sometimes there are some things I don't do because of my religion. Yeah, absolutely. Are you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. And like. When I'm with other Muslims, there are just some things I don't feel comfortable wearing. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, what about like different perspectives? Um, does it like teach you a different way to approach different perspectives? No, actually, it doesn't. So it's like um, just like the same. 
um, you're the same person. Um, but just like there are limitations um, for, as for like your clothes and stuff like that. So there's nothing different. There's nothing different in like you as a person, right? I mean, there are a few things different. Like before, I never used to cover my hair. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just like about change. Like at a certain point, there's some stuff you won't feel comfortable doing anymore. Yeah, I understand. Okay, that's like a perfect answer. So um, moving on to the next question. Are you aware that sometimes there are people who will perceive you differently? I don't know, because I don't know much about Nigeria, and I absolutely want to visit Nigeria in the future, but um, do you guys have, like, a large Muslim community? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. You do have a large Muslim community. So, I don't... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You just said that you guys Thanks. have large community, so that's great. Um, so, for example, I'll just imagine a setting like if you go to for example a european country where the muslim community is not that big and like have, will you feel perhaps like or have you ever felt insecure about your identity that was when i was younger yes when i went to england it was just i didn't feel comfortable Oh, yeah, you didn't feel comfortable. Then what changed your perspectives? You were a little bit insecure, but now you were not. So what changed your perspectives? I'm really not sure. Just like um, growing. It's just like happening. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Exactly. It's just like growing. It just, just happened. Yeah, definitely understand. And um, the third question is, for example, I, I noticed that you are, um, a couple of days later, you are going to do like a project called the World Hijab Day. Like you are going to do something because I saw it on yes, your Instagram. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, because last year in 2021, there have been a lot of hate crimes centered around hijab, especially for women who wear hijab um, in public, you in European countries especially, like, have you ever felt unsafe in public yes, because of your hijab? Well, here it's a, it's completely it's not a Muslim majority country, but like, there's a fair share of Muslims here. And the school I go to, yeah, there's like a huge Muslim community, so yeah. I never feel insecure. Yeah, definitely. Just being myself. Yeah, but like, if maybe. I'm in Europe now, and like the ban is happening there in Europe as I am there. I wouldn't know how I would react to that. Yeah. Would you still? Because wear? the hijab is part of my identity. Yeah, definitely. Like, but sometimes people will um, choose to not wear it in public because they they are afraid that um, other random people who are like racist are going to yes. attack them. So I feel like it's also a factor that you have to take into consideration besides your identity. Do you feel like the same? It is. Yeah, thank you. Um, it really is. And um, the next question is, what are the ways that could perhaps adjust the general public's, especially the Western world's point of views on hijab and Islam in general? Because I've attended like several um, or campaigns organized by um, interfaith organizations just basically organizations or nonprofit organizations that do work centered around um, bring all kinds of people together. So 
So I think personally, like those interfaith nonprofit organizations are doing a wonderful job in bringing people with different religious beliefs together. So what, what are ways, in your opinion, that could perhaps adjust the general public's um, biased views, perhaps, on hijab and Islam in general? I think the Western like, community has this idea that the hijab is being forced on us yeah. more than we want to wear it. Yeah. I have friends that don't wear hijabs. So what are their... And they are still treating it the same. So some of your friends don't wear hijabs, but they're also Muslims. Yes. So they choose not to wear them? Yeah. They choose not to wear them. Oh, so it's also okay, because a lot of um, Westerners will th think that wearing hijab is like a sign of oppression when it's actually not. It's a sign of um, modesty and... It's actually not. It's a choice. Yeah, it's a choice. It's a sign of modesty. I like, it's, it's a choice. You Just like how everything else is a choice. It is your mm -hmm. choice whether or not. It doesn't make you a better Muslim. Yeah, no, I remember watching a cut video or like a Jubilee video on YouTube and they just discussed this topic. And I also learned that um, from the very beginning of the Islamic history, uh, the Prophet Muhammad actually um, recommended everyone, like both men and women, to wear a hijab because it actually protects you and it shows a kind of modesty. So I think this is pretty interesting. Yes, there is. Hijab in men is like, they're meant to lower their gaze. Oh, so it's not caught. When you see a woman, they're meant to lower their gaze. They are also meant to cover up, but it also includes lowering their gaze when they see women. Oh, okay. So like, hijab is not just like a piece of clothes you wear. It's also part of your attitude Yeah. Okay. towards things. It's just like general modesty. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Thank you for telling me that. And um, the next question, because I thought um, since you are from like a huge Muslim community, there are several questions on my list that are not applicable. So I was supposed, to, like, I was thinking of asking you, like, what are some of the problems besides besides Islamophobia your community is currently facing? But I don't think Islamophobia is even a thing for, for your region. It actually is. Really? It actually is here. Islamophobia is. Really? Like, how because, come? Because, like, they just group, like, some people here. Yeah. Group Muslims into, like, this general category of, like, what's the word, like, terrorists, yes. Oh, so there is still Islamophobia, like, a situations, um, even though Nigeria has a huge Muslim community. Yes, there's oh, still Islamophobia. Oh my god, have you even personally experienced that? Actually, I have. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Sure. So, like, I would, I went out, I would wear my hijab, mm -hmm. and then someone came up to me, I was like, why are you covering your hair? And I was like, because I want to. And he was like, are you sure no one is forcing you? Or are you sure you really actually want to? Like, don't you think it would be better if you take it off? And I was like, no, it's part of my religion. It's part of who I am. Yeah. And the person was like, are you, are you sure? 
that like if somebody is making you do just tell me and i'm like i don't even know you why would i yeah like some people would just force their type of beliefs onto someone else just because they think in a way that doesn't really mean that everyone else has to think that way so i think that's pretty messed up and I'm sorry that you haven't experienced that. That's really messed up. So, um, Thank you. yeah. And um, I, I have a question, actually, since you said that Islamophobia is still a thing, even though you, ha- you guys have a huge community. Um, does it also mean that uh, Muslims are discriminated in some, some way um, in the Nigerian society um, when it comes to schooling or employment? Not really. Schooling, maybe. Because when I was in, like, grade school, the school I went to was, like, a Christian majority school. Like, I think me, my brother, and his friend were the only Muslims in the entire school. Oh, my God. That's really bad. So, like, we had to leave the school. It was bad. It was really bad. We had to leave. So, like, if we, like, got better grades... Yes, if we got better grades than everybody else, they wouldn't like, they'll find a way to reduce those marks mm-hmm. just so we're not as good as. What? What the heck? Yeah, that piece. That's really we messed have to up. Leave school, but like, yeah, absolutely. You guys have to leave. Like, they, they're changing your grades because of your religion. That's, that's nonsense. So, um, the next question is um about mental health um what's your experience with mental health in general like um like in nigeria is there a stigma or centered around mental health there actually is like the adults here some not all but a good majority don't actually believe that teenagers like go through these things like depression anxiety they just think it's like them trying to get out of doing something yeah i understand so like so there is a stigma they don't like see there is a stigma and what about the younger generation for example our generation um like like our generation in nigeria is um more like open-minded or like um is more aware of the concept of mental health yes you're actually more aware and more open-minded about it that's great that's great because like, if they notice like symptoms in someone else yeah yeah that's great especially anxiety and depression they're mm-hmm. like ready to help that's amazing like because for example like from from where i live i live in china you know so i live in like the most conservative country on this planet besides north korea so so there is like in my school we've got three kids who committed suicide in just one semester last year so it was really messed up and no one even like no one talked about it no one did anything about it people just like our school just um told everyone not to tell the outside world and it's just moved on so i feel like our generation really needs to speak up about those things even though it's seriously it's valid even though there are people who are trying to pretend like um those make up those mental health illnesses to get um some gains whatever the gain is but it's still valid 
is still valid because I know a lot of people who pretend to be like mentally ill to, for example, get away from doing homework. That's like really stupid. But um, most of the time when people are trying, are calling for help, we should always like reach out to them, even though sometimes they may be like faking it. But our first instinct um, should be to help them. So I really appreciate that. The next question is, um, so I actually did a little bit of research about um, mental health and Islam. I know like the Western world has that really biased perspective that um, the Quran is against mental health, which is not true, right? In my opinion, like the Quran has a lot of verses that praise um, mental well-being and the importance of mental well-being. Like, what's your take on that? Yes, like the Quran, like if you read it very well, like you don't just like skim. If you like look at it very well, it's mostly like telling you to take care of yourself mentally mm-hmm. and physically. Like, mm-hmm. but like. Purity is everything in Islam. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you, you know we do ablution before we pray. So like it's just about like purifying yourself from anything. Mm-hmm. That's why you're not you're not even allowed to like pray in a dirty environment. You're not allowed to like carry your Quran or Sunnah book into the toilet because like that is like the dirtiest place. Yeah. So, like, it's just about purity. And, like, there are verses that actually talk about your mental well-being, your physical well-being, how to take care of yourself. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, yeah. and I have another question. So, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about, for example, because I noticed on your Instagram that you're very interested in fashion, um, do you want to talk about um, Islam and fashion? Okay. Yes. Islamic fashion is like, like people are like trying to like make it more Western. Oh, yeah. But like, we're not meant to wear tight clothes mm-hmm. in public at least. You can wear it inside your house. So you're not meant to wear like tight clothes. Like, even if you want to wear jeans, it has to be like those type of mom jeans that are like really big. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I get what you're saying. Yes, I like not all Muslims dress like the same way. Oh, is that true? Like, I, I don't know. I did not know that. Yes, actually, it depends on. It actually depends on culture. Culture has something to do with it. Um. So, can you explain that a little bit more? Okay. So, like me now, like mm-hmm. where I'm from, we dress very differently from, let's say, Muslim in. America, mm-hmm. not just because well, they're in the Western, but like because of how they were brought up, you get like the culture there. Oh, oh you mean like, even like, even like some like words like we say in Arabic, mm-hmm. in some other places, it's spelled differently. Like they spell it differently from, than how we spell it. So, like, I think culture. It's like one Quran, but like, I think it's because of like, maybe the language they speak or their culture that some things are just like tiny little things are just different 
So there are a lot of like fashion styles um, between different communities or like cultural communities within the huge community. There are a little yes. like, many branches. That's very interesting. Yeah, like well, like it all comes down to just being modest. Yeah. So I have another very personal question. I don't, it's not that personal. So I've noticed, like, do you know a an Instagram account or like an organization called Muslim Girl? Oh yes. Like I noticed there are a lot of backlash from other Muslims towards one specific person, especially I don't I I don't remember her name, but she wears um, her hijab in a very loose way and she wears heavy makeup. So I want to ask you like why are people coming out? Okay, after? The, there is actually like I wouldn't say Islamophobia because that's not the right word. But like some Muslims are like harder on others. Other Muslims. Yeah. Yes. So it's actually okay like, for um for a person to choose how to wear um their um, religious clothing. Everybody's like on a different path. So you that kind of thing, you're not meant to like come out in public and just be like, you're not doing it right. You're meant to talk to the person in private, even if it's in their DMs, just be like, Oh, this isn't right. Blah mm -hmm. blah blah blah. You're not meant to like just say it like that. Like in India, some Muslims they actually wear their hijabs like that, like the front of their hair is showing. Oh, yeah. So basically, you like, so like they they shouldn't say those hateful words towards that person in public. If they have a problem with it, they should communicate with this person um, in private. They should like try to like be as nice as possible and yeah. just be like, oh. I know like you're on your own path and everything. Everybody's at different stages. But like, I just want to advise you that the way you are wearing your hijab isn't like how it was said to be worn or something like that. Just make it not hateful. Yeah. You, like, yeah. You, Keep going. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. The Muslim, don't worry. The Muslim accounts, they post, like, there are two accounts, Muslim girl and Muslim. They post, like, some controversial things at times. Oh, I didn't know that. So, like, it's not, like, really controversial, but, like, like, now, they started a, like, clothing line, and, like, some of the money goes to donation, but, like, it's Allah's name written on it. So like you can't enter the toilet with it. So like they are like, why would you make it if like you can only wear it in some specific places? Or you see comments like you have to put on a t-shirt, like another t-shirt inside. So like when you want to go and pee or something, you have to take that one off. Yeah. Because you're it's not right. Yeah, it's not. It's really like a little bit performative, and it does not think through like how people are gonna wear that like yeah it's like in the bathroom they didn't really think it through yeah definitely oh i didn't know this now because i haven't um been on that account for months now i just i i noticed that account when the israeli and palestine conflict was heated you know that right the israeli yes, I noticed it too. yeah like do you have um, because I was very invested in that 
that situation last year. And yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I still, I still like try to keep tabs. Yeah, but I don't think it's that heated right now. Is it still heated? Like, I guess more people are like concerned about you when it's trending. Yeah, I know. Just like how Black Lives Matter yeah, was they trending just, and they like just, everybody was on it for like now. Yeah, it's not that. Um, I I don't even hear Black Lives Matter that much anymore. They just put put the BLM in their bio and then when it cools down, they just um, disappear. So I think that's also like a form of performative activism. So when I when I was very invested in the conflict, I actually attended several um, campaigns about it, like um, hosted by a couple of interfaith organizations in UK. So one was talking about the origin of that conflict. Like they say it was based on, for example, real estate problems, some lands owned by um, Israelis were historically occupied by Palestinians, and that's why they are trying to get them away from that property. But because, like, the property is owned by Israelis, so I began to question the validity of this conflict. Like, why are people um, being so heated about this problem when it's a real estate problem that the general public cannot fix? Because I feel like racism, for example, is something that the general public can fix together. But the real estate problem is really between these two countries and the property owners and the um, people who live there. So I was really confused at that time. And the one thing that triggers me the most is that when I comment, like, for example, when I cast out my question or my doubt and my concern, people just attack me because... I look like I was not supporting Palestine, but in in fact, I was just asking about the origin of this problem. So that was something that yes. I did a lot. But people who like yeah, on like social media are like quick to attack other people instead of like really do, doing something. Um, instead of like actually answering yeah. the question. I remember once I posted something. Like, I commented something on someone's post, and then one guy was like, don't bother, she's brainwashed. And I was like, sorry, what do you mean by she's brainwashed? And he was like, you wouldn't even understand either, because you are brainwashed too. I was like, I was trying to like, and like, other people came out, like, she should explain what he means. And he was like, obviously, we're brainwashed, because like, Jesus is the way... Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, how is that even relevant to what was happening yeah, right yeah. now? It was really ignorant for people to say something like that. But at the end of the day, it's still social media. Like people can say whatever they want because it's like behind a screen. So we can't exactly. really argue with social media and it's actually pointless to argue with someone on social media. But at the same time, it is. yeah. So and that's a really cool conversation with you. And like I, I just want to get to know you a little bit more because, um, because at like the beginning of this episode, when I was when we first started talking, the audio was really bad, and it's like really bad. So, yes, it was. Yeah. So at the beginning, like I asked you what your favorite genre 
like the book genre is, and I didn't really get the answer. So do you want to still elaborate oh, on that? Mystery and like thriller. Oh, mystery and thriller. What's your favorite book? My favorite book. Like anything by Agatha Christie at the moment. Oh, um, I, I actually started reading mystery and thriller a week ago because I I was not exposed to that genre. So I was reading like a good girl. That was actually surprise. Oh, yes, that's a really good book. Yeah, you read that? I haven't that's read the so second cool. book yet. You should uh, definitely go check check it out. It's I have read the first one. It's, it's easy to read, but it's really complicated once you delve into it. So it's pretty interesting. Yes, it is. Yeah, and um, so my, the last question um, is also about mental health. Like what, um, for example, like methods do you think are educational systems? Because I think like our, the societies where we from are, are still having that kind of stigma around mental health. Like what, what methods do you think we can, our younger generation can employ to um, fix that or improve that at least? For mental health, I think like just being there for your friends, like, enough like if you want to help someone out just being there for them like people are quick to judge like when someone does something they don't know why they are doing it they don't know what like what's going on with that person so i like like just being there for them is more than enough therefore like personal self generally really helps yeah. like to keep track of like your progress over time it yeah. really really helps yeah definitely do you think social media actually has um positive effects when it comes to promoting mental health awareness because um for example like 10 years ago if a person is depressed um, um this person cannot really call for help on a bigger platform this person cannot really find someone to talk to, for example, on social media or on the internet. So the mental health isn't um, isn't that like applicable, I guess. Like, um, if, but right now, if you if anyone has any problems, um, if they want to talk to someone, they can just go to a website to talk to strangers and to um, talk about their distresses. Do you think social media or the internet in general um, is like doing? Um, a great job when it comes to mental health or do you think um, it is uh, rather doing like a bad job? It's actually doing both. Somehow it manages to do both. Like it's doing a great job like like making like platforms for people to come and talk about their problems. Mm -hmm. If you actually go on Pinterest and you search I think I can't remember like keyword, but like yeah. if you search for a particular thing like relating to depression, yeah, a hotline pop up. Oh, I mean, like resources. if you ever need someone to talk to, yeah, here's this number. Mm -hmm. So like that's like a good thing like the internet is doing and social media is doing. But on the other hand, like the people using social media are, are also the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cause like. People go on social media and be seeing all like these picture perfect lives and just be feeling bad about themselves, seeing all these things that are most of the time not even real. Mm 
mm-hmm. for the sake of social media. Yeah. And then they'll start feeling doubtful about themselves, their self-worth and everything. And it's just, so like social media actually does both somehow. Yeah, totally makes sense. I feel the same. Like it has so many um, different aspects when it comes to its influences. It's so not nice talking to you. And I think you're such a nice person to talk to and you're very um, smart and you have so many like, ideas. And thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. And yeah, see you. Bye. Of course. Bye. Bye.